the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, the station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. How do kids go about celebrating Halloween? And you guys have had these issues going on in your life, whether you celebrate it or not. A lot of times you have to ask the question, what is this all about? What kind of tradition is this? What kind of history really uh, surrounds this practice that today has become pretty ghoulish, pretty dark? I don't know. And I was saying this also to some of our folks on Sunday. I don't know who is more ghoulish and Halloweenish with their celebration of witches and warlocks and goblins and demons, the children who um, quite naturally are immature and, and, and free and prone in their world to engage in fantasy, something we don't even largely condemn so long as it's not leading to anything sadomasochistic or or um, overtly evil. But uh, I think our Congress and Senate <laughs> Uh, with its frequent magical escapades and hocus pocus charades and shenanigans and hypocrisies and open denial of reality, I think our I think our Congress, I think our Senate is actually far more engaged in Halloweenish celebrations and probably even committed to some reality behind the dark forces of evil that engage in lying and manipulation and coercion and pretending to be something that they're not, uh, engaging in the mass deception and fear-mongering of our society and seeking to bring us all into bizarre realms of fantasy. I I think if you really want to think about Halloween, think think about your politicians. Think about Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi. I know you heard the husband of the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi. Paul was assaulted. It was in the media a couple of days ago, as as they say, somebody with a hammer, uh, and they quickly gave this person's name, uh, early Friday inside their San Francisco home was attacked by one David DePoppy, if that's the proper spelling. And I was surprised how quick they were uh, willing to give out his name. Law enforcement sources told Fox News there was this shouting going on, and I guess this fellow was running through the house saying, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? You can imagine it, can't you? Um, So I guess we're supposed to assume that him doing that means that he probably was a little mentally deranged. So the San Francisco police chief, William Scott, said of this 42-year man, now he's 42 years old, he's running through the uh, Pelosi home, uh, screaming, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? If this is not a sitcom piece, I don't know what is. 
and he's now facing charges, get this, of attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several other additional felonies stemming from the incident. And it was supposed to happen at 2 a.m. in the morning. Scott said, this is the officer said, police um, uh, responded to a well-being check and found DePape and Paul Pelosi, 82, struggling over a hammer. Now, now get this, because I, I really need you to work with me on this. They said the police responded to a well-being check. I guess somehow somebody in the house was able to call 911, and we'll find out find that out here in a moment. And uh, they found Pelosi, 82, struggling over a hammer with DePape. I guess they're wrestling now. But, uh, Pelosi, Paul, he's up in age. I know Nancy's like, you know, 700 years old, so I'm not real sure how old. Oh, yeah, they have his age. They have his age. He's 82 years old. Now, he's 82 years old, and he's struggling with a 42-year-old man. I guess that's plausible, you know, under certain conditions, would you say? Uh, he said officers then witnessed DePape as he pulled the hammer away from Pelosi and violently assaulted him. So they caught this young man beating on Pelosi. Officers then immediately tackled DePape, disarmed him and took him into custody while requesting emergency backup and rendering medical aid at the scene. The uh, motive for the attack remains under investigation. Now, the first thing I want to say is that it could be true. It, it really could be true. Um, I guess I should accept what police have described as authentic, but why am I skeptical? Why am I skeptical about this news clip? Um, is it possibly because law enforcement has a tendency to have lied to us? Uh, and then they know it, and, and often we know it too. Unfortunately, we know they have no problem when working with politicians to get in front of the camera and do script reading, if you will, altering minds, opinions, diverting from the real issues, causing serious confusion. Now, again, it might be plausible that what happened is true. You can believe that all you want. But my skeptic sensor tells me that this is too convenient in relationship to where we are at the moment. We're right before elections. Right before elections and, and, and all of a sudden something of this nature happens and a lot of us have some some very serious questions, don't we? I mean, it happened early in the morning. He broke into the Pelosi's residence in San Francisco. I mean, don't we have uh, alarms? Don't we have security? Now, Nancy Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen, she is one of the most powerful women in the world. How does some just average Joe? Now, granted, he probably has a mental case. How does he sneak up, get over the fence, through the backyard, past the neighbors with all of the cameras everywhere? You know, we can find Saddam Hussein in a hole in the ground with our satellites. How is it that this young man gets inside the house and, uh, and is able to find Mr. Pelosi? And then there are witnesses. Obviously, we just read that. Somebody was watching Pelosi wrestling with this man, and then all of a sudden they come to the rescue. I'm talking about the police. Rescue Mr. Pelosi. 
Deliver him from this God. We've already known him. So he's going to be infamous for the rest of his life. The poppy is going to be infamous for the rest of his life if he ever gets out of jail. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. And then, of course, you got all of the uh, responses, the showering of love that was uh, uh, expressed to the Pelosi's. And of course, if if they really did go through this, we we do want to see that uh, justice is served in that and that uh, Mr. Pelosi is is healed and that there are no problems to fall out of this. But I can tell you what, you, you get a response from Gavin Newsom like this. This heinous assault is yet another example of the dangerous consequences, listen to this, of the divisive and hateful rhetoric that is putting lives at risk and undermining our very democracy and democratic institutions. You see how he immediately does what? politicizes it. Those who are using their platforms to incite violence must be held to account. Newsom said, our leaders should never fear for their safety and the safety of their families in the serving the people they were elected to represent. Watch this, not in their homes, not in the, hint, hint, U.S. Capitol, not anywhere. Jennifer and I wish Paul a speedy recovery and send our thoughts to the Speaker Pelosi and their family during this time. And of course, you got the same thing coming to them from, from the president as well. Him and his wife said they're praying for them. They're praying for them. Joe Biden is praying for Mr. Paul Pelosi. We're praying to God who hears our prayers because we are we're good Christian people, says your president, Joe Biden, while he embraces every death policy you can imagine on the planet. We're praying for them and God, you know, God hears our prayers. I don't know. Just sounds a little bit fishy. Now I could be jaded and I'd love to hear from you. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistan, one 888 I don't know. I'm thinking Jesse Smullett, to Wanna Browley. I'm thinking so many op-eds that came out strategically at certain times to shift political opinion and, and create even more divisiveness, and it was all a charade. Can you help me with that? This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. I guess it's Halloween, or it could be the Reformation. Either way it goes. Let's have a conversation about it. one 367 5329 A lot to talk about, and we'll be right back to do just that. And now, back to Lifeline. And we are. The time is 521 on this Monday edition of A Lifeline, Reformation Day or Halloween, a day where truth can be nailed as a set of theses, 95 theses on the Wittenberg door in Germany by one Martin Luther, an Augustinian monk whose eyes were opened by the truth of God's word that declares all men sinful in need of a savior and the merits of Christ's righteousness through faith in him justifies him from everything from which the law and the prophets could never justify him. Luther nailed those theses on the door in Wittenberg, Germany, in order to engage the Catholic Church in its takeover of the world by abandoning biblical truth and bringing many women into captivity of works religion 
which we know will certainly end us up in captivity psychologically, socially, spiritually, uh, practically, and eternally. The gospel is the only way that you and I can have freedom. And that became a paradigm. It became a model as well for freedom across the world, freedom in the Americas, freedom from the tyranny of uh, King George III, freedom from the uh, wickedness of many tyrants throughout history who have sought to um, oppose the truth that um, Jesus himself said sets you free. And we are dealing with that same battle today, are we not? We are dealing with a battle of truth over against error, falsehood uh, and fiction over against reality and over against uh, truth claims by men and women who are honest and sincere, not perfect, but committed to perfection in the grace of God through Jesus Christ as we seek to be men and women of truth. We know that truth uh, liberates people. And and uh, what we're dealing with is a society today, and it's very clear and overt in our media. Uh, our media is engaged in determining and shaping your per- perception of everything. If your perception of the world is limited by the media, then you will not know when millions of people have been slaughtered, starved to death, imprisoned, and more. If all you know is what the media has told you, You don't know when millions have been slaughtered, starved, imprisoned, especially as we are moving into the winter months or more. You don't know that the media is designed to lead one to their perspective of things and by means of them controlling the way you think, what you see and what you perceive, your conscience is trapped by the media. That means you have unintentional blinders on unintentional on your part, but very intentional on their part. That means the media is keeping people from hearing things that they should hear and seeing things that they should see so that they can be broadly aware of and informed by a larger scope of data so that they can make conclusions that are right based upon all the information. That's like going into a courtroom and the prosecutor only giving some of the evidence for uh, discovery and not all the evidence necessary for a fair trial to take place on the part of those who are being alleged to be misinformationists. This is called collective conscious blackout. That is when the media knows that it has 80% of its citizenry only listening to it, it can create a collective conscious blackout. You've been blacked out It's a control factor they use in order for you to not know, to not even know that you don't know, which is which means you are uninformed um, and unconsented by the censorship that they practice. You guys have been watching censorship take place for the last two and a half years. You know it. And, you know, intuitively something is wrong. Censorship. Blocking people's freedom to express their opinion and to challenge the present narrative. Now, the truth doesn't need censorship to defend itself. This is how you know the media and our government is engaging in very nefarious crimes because the truth doesn't need censorship to defend itself. If 
One is telling the truth. All we need to do is allow the freedom of speech to take place because if somebody believes that they're not telling the truth, they can come forth with arguments and evidence that that is not true. But you see what's been going on ever since the beginning of the COVID scam is that they have been engaging in censorship. Censorship is for indefensible arguments. Censorship is for lies. Censorship is for falsehood. It's for manipulation. Censorship is for hiding liars. It's not for truthful hearts. Truth simply needs the freedom to exist. To exist. Censorship is for cowards. And and that's where our leaders are as they threaten, threaten, threaten like like Newsom did. This horrible, wretched thing that happened to Mr. Pelosi uh, is the consequence of people who who come with disinformation and and create extremists and cause people to want to do these bad things. All the while, their policies are making our country sicker, making our country more disoriented, creating pathologies of uh, psychopathy on the part of young people. Suicide is up. Uh, at numbers we cannot imagine. All kinds of dystopian scenarios are occurring. We all know walking our own streets is dangerous today. This increased exponentially over the last two years. And don't tell me that our politicians didn't play a major role in it as it shut down the country and created massive alienation among the people, like I told you last week. When you buy into this kind of COVID lie that you're fighting a a, 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 a viral uh, strand that you can't see, you turn every other human being into a bioweapon that you must avoid. And then all of a sudden we want to hear in Newsom's clip that loving your neighbor as yourself is what you do when you support abortion in the womb and abortion uh, three weeks out of the womb and abortion 11 weeks out of the womb. We live in a death cult society and they want to shut us down from talking about it and then want to blame us for all of, again, the uh, sycophantic behavior that's taking place in our society. I actually tell you, ladies and gentlemen, our government has a lot to answer for in that regard. And even now, the things that I'm sharing with you, uh, they're going to make these criminal activities as well. You can't talk against your government like this without at some point it uh, wreaking havoc on you in terms of uh, financial penalties or or imprisonment. Tell me this is a free country. Tell me that truth prevails in America. It does not. But there are some battles we are winning. I'll tell you one of them. I was surprised about it. Glad, though. The uh, Supreme Court of the state of New York struck down the state's vaccination mandate that employers used to justify terminating people who did not comply. Over the last two years, I saw quite a few people in our community have to deal with termination. And guess what? We encouraged them. We supported them. We told them you are doing the right thing and no good deed goes unpunished. And at some point, we are going to be proven to be on the right side of history And we are. The city of New York was ordered to reinstate its employees and give them back pay because the court found that the health commissioner's edict was arbitrary and capricious. Isn't that amazing? Like we didn't know that this thing was wrong. Like we didn't know that COVID mandates were unconstitutional, that you can't give a person and certainly not demand a person take a vaccine without their fully informed consent. And there was no way that they could do that. That 
they neither the people that were paid minimum wage to stick these needles in their arms because they wouldn't have known how to give them full informed consent. And neither did their doctors who at present in California, at least, are under the same threat. Now, you better not open your mouth, you doctors, and say that you have concern about the data from the CDC, from the AMA and other places about the harms of these vaccines. You do that and you are in danger of losing your license. See, this is what I mean by censorship is for bullies. Censorship is for cowards. Censorship is for people who fear the truth. But there is something to celebrate with this New York uh, decision on the part of the judges that were there. And by the way, they were put in by Donald Trump, who understands that you got to have judges who respect the Constitution. And I would hope that that would be what ends up happening here in California, because there are a lot of good institutions suing the institutions that just walked in a Hitler lockstep with our government to um, put this experimental mRNA technology in your arm for other nefarious reasons I will talk about if you want to. But the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, what you and I are dealing with is being conditioned not to have the truth set free so that we can talk about it, debate about it, disagree about it, civilly, rationally, and uh, as human beings who have the capacity and confidence to know that um, our attempt at getting truth out is all about loving people, not hating people loving people. And if we're wrong, we have to be man and woman enough to know that. But we cannot know that we're wrong just because the powers that be censor us. All we can make are bullies and cowards by a censorious system that's been employed by Mao Zedong, by Hitler, by Stalin, certainly by Russia, uh, and now by China, as well as by your Biden administration. Three lines open, one 888 Three lines open, 1-888-367-5329. More on this Monday edition of Lifeline. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed, we are. Three lines open, as I told you, one 888 367-5329-188-367-5329. If you have any questions, observations, we are sitting on top of the bubble of a long-standing historical holiday. Um, um, we would probably call this one a really unholy holiday because we have diverted from historically a celebration of um, the end of our harvest. It was a harvest celebration long ago before it was captivated by a much more gory, uh, mythical, um, we would call it satanic uh, orientation of uh, witches and goblins and, and, and warlocks and, and ghosts and, and things of that nature, we would argue that that's exactly what happens whenever we depart from uh, biblical principles of celebratory nature, such as holy days. If you take God out of a thing, it has to be filled with darkness, and that darkness is going to show up in some of the manifestations we know today. So there is always on the part of the enemy a parody of the things of God. If God says, you know, what he made is good, then the enemy takes what is good and he turns it to evil. You know that is the case. So uh, a wonderful season like a harvest uh, celebration of, uh, of of the end of our fields and our crops and our corns and our vegetables and things of that nature. Uh, 
to be celebrated with the paraphernalia of pumpkins and and different uh, uh, vegetables and and again the leafy green and and golden brown and and bronze and yellowish uh, decor is a beautiful thing. We even have that up in our community now. Right, grace is a beautiful thing. There's nothing wrong with it until it slips over into the dark world of of, a, of satanic celebration. And we know, many of us know, and ex-witches and ex-warlocks and ex-people uh, who engage in the dark world will tell you that they engage in celebration on this day as well with hope of violence and hope of crime and seances and targeting people for pain and punishment and particularly attacking our young ones. So you need to know when you are casually committed to these pagan holidays, you're actually tapping into portals of deeper, darker, more nefarious things. And we understand incrementalism. Look at where we are today, having tolerated so much stuff in the name of, uh, we just need to be nice and intolerant. People aren't as bad as you say they are. First of all, that's not true. Humanity is worse than you and I can ever imagine. History proves that. I don't know why we keep falling for the same lie every time that man is basically good. When you pull back the veil, you see levels of atrocity and, and, and violence, even on some of the most uh, noble faces, such as religious folk. The paradoxical reality of wearing white garb from the top down and yet engaging in some of the most horrific violations of, of human dignity we can ever imagine cannot but affirm demonic presence and a distortion of the dignity of the Imago Dei in human beings. You're going to tell me we need to be quiet about that or anything else? The white coats of medical physicians who sit in ivory tower and make policies for the purpose of making billions of dollars by sticking in human beings, arms and bodies, which we're talking about now. These anti-incarnational uh, philosophies and theories today that are seeking to corrupt the human uh, biosphere and turn them into some weird, bizarre, transhuman uh, platform for absolute and total control. You know this is the case. You can do the research for yourself. It's wide open. Uh, and that's where we are and that's where we're going. And this is why in between, we're in transition. In between where we are now and where we're going, which is where we are there's no pun intended, but where we're going is where we are as seen by the policies that are being rushed and pushed and forced upon us by the Biden administration, no less. Um, and, and we need to be very clear and honest about what's happening. That's why you don't feel good in your stomach when you think about education, when you think about uh, media, when you think about movies, when you think about entertainment, when you think about the medical industry, you're, you know that there's something going on wrong, but you won't press your head through the veil far enough to be able to see it for what it is so, so that you don't have to be accountable for it. The reality is that we are our brother's keeper and we need to do everything we can to expose the truth so that men and women can be emboldened to st stand up and say, no more, that is enough. You cannot expect your politicians to do it. They're corrupted. They've proven that on the left and the right. Corrupted on the left and the right. Bought out by people who could pay way more to them than you could ever pay. The vast, particularly in our in the California 
uh, Senate and Congress, particularly in California, our, 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 our government is just fixed in corruption and silence and complicity to a global agenda. It's a pathetic scenario that is leading our state into ruin. And you know this is the case. Um, you're going to have to actually own the responsibility of the privilege of being a human being. And particularly if you're a professing Christian, you're going to have to admit that you have uh, turned your ear away from the cry of the poor. And, uh, and that poor person is every man and woman who has stood up as a whistleblower to tell you the truth as it is in Christ. And you pretend that you don't hear it, but you do. And you'll have to answer for that. Let's go to line number one and talk with Dave from San Leandro. Line number one. Dave, are you there? Yeah. Um, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, Pastor Jesse. First off, I wanted to thank you uh, just so much for being um, a voice of reality and truth in, in the, quote-unquote, in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for, for, for everything you do in regard to this. Um, I and I want to say amen, especially to all your your opening comments, your opening monologue in regard to Mr. Pelosi's the incident with him. Um, I just so many, so many questions, and the timing is so smelly. Yes, it's just really smelly. And then I see today, looking through my Microsoft News, I found a little article about uh, by MSNBC, I believe it was. Uh, about some comments Charlie Kirk made about it, and I it seemed sounds like they took his comments out of context. He was talking about uh, bailing out this this guy who supposedly broke into their house, so we can ask him some questions and find out what really happened. And they took those comments and just completely twisted and warped them. And Which is what just, they always do. You know that. They always right. do that. And I don't right. even remember read, I haven't read that. I will read that particular excerpt by Charlie Kirk because he does a great job. He's a good young thinker. Yeah. Uh, great work that he's doing. And I know what he's saying. You know what he's saying, Dave? He's saying, hey, let the American people have a fair hearing of this young man so we right. can find out really what he knows. Is he a plant? Is he somebody that they have... Uh, you know, uh, uh, manipulated and control? Is he somebody that has done something on one level and then the media wants to paint it in another level? Because right. we've been here. We've done that. We yep. know that these are yep. things that our government and our media does. Uh, Charlie is sim simply saying the American people have a right to hear from that man. He cannot be just condemned and put in prison for life. And he hasn't even gone to trial yet. And, and again, the, the timing is just incredible, and the and the circumstances. I mean, like you say, uh, Nancy Pelosi is one of the most powerful women in the world. Her house has got to have um, amazing security, and Absolutely. yet this guy somehow managed to wander in and, and attack people. It doesn't it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't add up for those of us who have been around long enough to know that our media will lie to us to our face. And then when we catch them in a lie, they won't apologize. They'll just move on to the next script to try to keep us all in the Truman story. But many of us have found the end of the Truman story. And we know behind the scenes, there are puppet masters that control the media, control our government, control law enforcement. And they're daily painting these narratives to try to get us to buy hook, line, and sinker, these sob stories. It just doesn't add up. And I appreciate yep. you, Dave, for um, 
uh, coming on and confirming that. Yep. Uh, have a great day, my dear brother. You I will too. see you soon. You. We got to take a hard break. When I come back, I'll deal with Romel from Oakland. We'll deal with Mark online, too. We've got two lines open. one 367 If you want to join me in the conversation, something is fishy. But we've been here before. Don't eat fish if you smell it and it smells like fish. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed we are. One line open, one 367 5329 You're listening to the Monday edition of Lifeline, your host, Jesse Gistan. We are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of history. That's a phrase used by the left that uh, asserts their confidence that they are doing the right thing when they are governed by powers that they don't even acknowledge, that have nothing in view but total control and manipulation through lies, prevarications, manipulation, fear, uh, and tactics that are political in nature and not for the social good of society. This has been the case ever since Marxism has taken on multiple forms of social manifestation. Today it's globalism. It was just recently critical race theory along with social justice movements that were basically uh, inflamed by Black Lives Matter. You know, we talked about this two years ago and folks confidently called arguing that we were wrong when we said you need to look into these institutions. They are rooted in unbiblical principles. They are catastrophically demonic in nature, and they are obviously scam systems, which they have been proven to be up to this day. The scam of taking tons of money from uh, poor people and using it to uh, aggrandize their own wealth as well as support very unbiblical agendas like uh, the transgender movement and and uh, and and the LGBTQ movement, which were, were designed by them to specifically oppose the nuclear family, the heterosexual family, the mother-father family with children in the home. How can one call themselves a Christian of any kind supporting that kind of maniacal uh, ungodliness? Well, you can do that if you are the kind of hypocrite that we are talking about from the beginning of the program where you lie and you censor and you threat and you manipulate and you coerce and you use ad hominem attacks and you 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 make people look bad because you are being governed by power that allows the camera to shoot things at angles that makes it look one way. But until you do a complete analysis of a thing, you can never know what the truth is, i.e. Candace Owens, the greatest lie ever told. And here we are today, Black Lives Matter is as silent as a ghost with all of the atrocities going on in poor people of color communities, which are the consequence of policies, but by the very people they were asserting a couple of years ago who um, were the oppressors. You see, those same people are still in power. The oppressors are still in power and BLM is nowhere to be heard. These are the hypocrisies that bring men and women into bondage and make them slaves of agendas that they have no knowledge about. This is what I meant by blind spots. They have 
they have been controlled to the point of utterly being blacked out. They they cannot comprehend the bigger picture. But what we've got going on today in terms of the court hearing in New York, I just want to state that before we go to our next caller, is um, the uh, article that I'm reading is from a ministry that says you have the constitutional right to um, to 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 receive, uh, you know, recompense for the evils that have gone on. The justice system is catching up with what we have known all along. COVID-19 vaccination mandates for employment and attendance in school are wrong. You don't have to go back to your job. It's up to you if you've been fired. But you can get financial damages for past and future earnings. Demand what you deserve to be paid for the emotional and economic stress your employer needlessly caused you. Your employer acts lawlessly because no one has held them accountable. Did you guys get that? Your employer acts lawlessly because no one has held them accountable. You must use the power of the justice system to make your employer obey the law. You do that by filing a formal complaint in your local court. This latest ruling in New York is really strong. Your employer can no longer claim they were just following orders. The judge wrote that the health commissioner does not have the authority to create conditions of employment and the mandate violates people's rights. In his ruling, the judge addressed the safety and public health farce. I could go on with more, but there are many people Uh, And I've got a couple brothers online, particularly one who knows what I'm saying, because we've been fighting this battle together. And I'm going to go to him now on line number uh, three, Ramel from Oakland. Ramel, are you there? How you doing, Jess? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, blessed and just thankful for another day. Amen. Thankful to see uh, some of this progress on those cases. Um, yeah, talk to me because I, you know I would love to spend a lengthy period of time. I'm gonna close you out on this side of the um, on on this side of the segment for sure because you were one of the ones I encouraged to stand up for righteousness with this uh, COVID scam and and you know they tried to you know fire you and they did and you you did all of the uh, proper approach of uh, litigation and uh, and it and it and it's healing in your conscience you're back working again et cetera et cetera but how would you speak to this to this news that went on in New York which I hope one day comes to California it was real encouraging to hear um, even though it's specific to just 16 employees. Sure. It sets a, a tone and a, I hope a precedent that um, will filter out to California. Um, yeah. The case I'm involved in, <clears throat> we got our response back from the city. They basically denied every uh, assertion we made in our case. Um, we're going through discovery at this point. Um, it's a long process, but it's moving forward. And our team basically, you know, we're all consciously optimistic that as things are turning, California is going to have to bend or they're going to just go full tilt and just shut everything down without any regard for the law. I mean, it's going to be one or the other. Um, Go on. It's set set up where things are looking positive. So I'm hopeful about it. Um, There's another case that has 136 folks. Yes. Um, They haven't filed yet, uh, but it includes SFPD, SFFD, MTA, A bunch of different departments so they're, they're coming we just we're coming at it and we'll see what the lord does with that 
And see, the thing, too, Ramel, which is, for me, there are a couple of things. I want to put two pins in this discourse that we're having. The first pin that I want to put in for people that are paying attention to our program is that just because they don't see it doesn't mean people aren't fighting the good fight. This is why yeah. my theme since COVID has been fight the good fight, because I knew we were being attacked at the level of our uh, constitutional rights. And you know that, too. Just because yep. people don't hear it in the orifice of the media, which was my opening monologue, uh, the tactic of all leftists, the tactic of the Marxist socialist agenda, the tactic of the Soviet Union was to get a hold of the uh, media, because if you can control the media, then you can keep people from hearing the advancements that are going on on the ground in regard to a lot of these battles we're winning, and you can keep people demoralized. That's the tactic yep. taking place. If people could see that there are all kinds of organizations rising up, like you said, police department, fire department, uh, medical institutions as well, because I'm seeing some of these battles being won by some of my nurse sisters who have stood up for what is right. And now Kaiser is trying to hire them back because they need quality nurses who aren't standing for that BS that they tried to force upon them. Um, these are all good news. But like you said, um, this is a long battle. And California, for all of us, is going to do one or two things. It's going to retreat into rationality and submit to the force of constitutional law as long as Americans in California can scream loud enough for the reality of who we are in God and why a constitutional governance is the only way we're going to go. Or we're going to see the dark side of a Canadian-type government, as you know Canada is, uh, Canada is, and we're going to find ourselves definitely experiencing dark, dark, dark times of injustice in terms of our political system throwing away the Constitution and, uh, and compelling us by grievous times to submit. And that's going to create some scenarios that people are not going to be able to handle. I'm going to give you the last, last word before I take a break. Just two things real quick. Even the politicians know that for every one person that speaks, it's really representing a thousand people. Absolutely. They, they know that in their, in their mindset. So not everyone's going to write in, not everyone's going to complain, but they know behind that are multitude. So it, it, we may not see it, but they know it's coming. The, the last thing I want to say just on the Pelosi thing. Yeah. That's not even good TV. I mean, <laughs> the, the holes in that story are so bad. I know. It's not even good crime TV. I, mean, I know. The police chief has changed the story twice. Um, they can't even count correctly. They're talking about, yeah, somebody opened the door, but they don't know who opened the door. Isn't yeah, that incredible? That, that one is the one that just, it blew my mind. Not the fact that they've done this, but that it's so sloppy. And I almost think it's just really a test to make sure that everyone's fully asleep. Like, we're going to make this story so sloppy. We're not even going to do it well and make everything obviously uh, out of line, and people won't even care. Let me say two things. Thank you for that. Your, your observations are great. I love my people at Grace. I love my thinking brothers. I love my thinking sisters because it's just good to be around good thinking people. First of all, I agree with you that um, – for one, for every one person, there's a thousand people that agree. That's why I do talk radio. I was this was not something I wanted to do. This is a calling. I know thousands of people agree with what we're saying, and uh, the dark side knows that too. That's why the goal of the dark side is to 
fundamentally make sure those thousand people don't speak and then at whatever point they have to shut down the one that speaks. Um, we are confident that if you kill me, you're going to raise somebody else up. You kill Kanye, somebody else is going to get raised up. You kill Candace Owens, somebody else is going to be raised up. Kill Charlie Park, somebody else is going to rise up because you can't keep truth down forever. Um, the second thing is the reason why we are watching this episode of the Pelosi home is because it's an indicator that they're desperate. They are desperate to continue to create the same kind of animus and emotional allegiance on the part of left liberal thinking people by fear mongering um, that they have always done. Uh, Hillary Clinton is behind the same scenes doing the same thing, calling everybody that does not agree with the stated news initiative extremist terrorist types uh, of, of Donald J. Trump. They, it's so obvious and so laughable, so plainly, uh, I would call it offensive. Uh, to the minds of men and women to whom they are talking. They must think people are absolutely loony, or at least that's what they want them to become by these kind of weak, like you said, uh, empty uh, theatrics that they pull off. And again, it could be high, uh, plausible that it occurred, but boy, the the most powerful woman in the world uh, allowing somebody to walk up to their door and get in and do something like that. Hmm. I got to take a hard break. I'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. 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 